We're joined now by Blair Christensen. He's the Eden Park turf manager, and has he got his work cut out for him this weekend? You wouldn't read about it, would you, Blair? You've got a, you've got a wee bit to do. What you've got the West Indies uh, coming up that T20, 7 o'clock on Friday night. Then Auckland-Tasman just under 24 hours later in the Mighty 10 Cup Premiership final. How fun. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we've got coming up. And, you know, when you look at the schedule, you sort of think, can that happen? We'll deal with that, no problems. And then as it gets closer and closer, the reality became more real and real. And then you sort of have to start planning properly. And, you know, while we've done 24-hour turnarounds before, um, they always have their sort of unique challenges, and this will be no different. But not impossible, just challenging. Is, it, is the order okay for you, the cricket first, the rugby second? Would it be better yeah. the other way around? No, no. The cricket first, there's a lot of sort of preparatory work sort of um, in that week leading into the cricket. So, therefore, you know, you're getting your outfield down. I mean, we had the semi-final as well. So, you know, we pitch moved the cricket pitch in on Sunday straight after that uh, semi. And then we've only got five days to bring it up to sort of international cricket um, standard. And, you know, there's a bit to do bringing down cutting heights for outfields, getting everything smooth again, um, introducing, you know, much larger playing area. So sort of doing the cricket first just gives you a lot more assurity around the quality of what you're going to produce. And um, and then we can go flip the rugby um, a lot easier. Yeah, I suppose preparing the outfield. So you, you think about the, the pitch, obviously you drop that in, so that's not a problem. But the safety on the outfield for the cricketers, if it's been dug up by rugby players, do you have to go around hand-filling all the little potholes? <laughs> How does that oh, actually operate, Blair? Try. <laughs> if you had to, but we sort of try and you know anticipate everything that the field's going to be used for. And therefore, you know when we're preparing maintenance programs and everything we try and do is to have essentially at the end of the game, a field that you can barely tell has been played on. And most of the time we can we can do that. And at this time of the year, you know, we're usually finished rugby a month ago. The field's actually, you know, responding quite well. It's growing well. We're sort of getting equal amount of rain and sun. So it's in not too bad a condition um, at the moment. And so, you know, the damage that was caused on that semi-final was extremely light. Um, so we're in a good place going into into cricket this week. So how much of a haircut does it actually need when it comes to turf length? How far does it have to come down for the cricketers? So mid-winter for rugby, we're at, say, 34 mil cutting height here. Um, and we'd sort of keep that through until August. And then we'd traditionally start to bring it down. And we might be at sort of 25. And then last week we brought it down even further, given we're only five days away and we we're at 19. And we'll go to 13 or 12 for the cricket. So... Quite a haircut. And how does that affect the rugby the next day? I don't suppose it matters at all, does it, how short it is? Hard and fast, I think it'll be for, for Saturday for the final. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to bring it up uh, too quickly in 24 hours. But, um, yeah, the, the field will look sharp and it'll, um, you know, cricket doesn't do too much damage to the outfield. So those rugby guys will yeah, wonder where all the grass has gone. I suppose there's the aesthetic side of things as well with the ground markings. Is that problematic? You mentioned you've done it before, so it's just a case of, of putting the plan into action and, and running it from there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we do it sort of relatively frequently, but not usually in 24 hours. So we washed the, the rugby field off straight after the semi-final uh, on Saturday night. And so therefore there'll be no rugby field for cricket this week. And then um, we'll put that field back in on game day because we don't want any sort of remnants of it for the, for the cricket. So therefore that's another task on on Saturday 
morning after we do the pitch move because we're going to take that cricket tray out as well. So we can't play cricket uh, rugby over the cricket tray, so therefore that's the job for early, early uh, Saturday morning on game day. So that's something that we don't normally do, but it's just a lot um, easier if I do it in the light of day rather than at 11 o'clock at night on Friday night. What can you actually do? I'm presuming you start switching straight into rugby uh, prep as soon as that game's actually finished. Can you do much overnight? or? Yeah, yeah, post up. So post will go straight up because um, need that sort of alignment um, tool for putting the field in back in accurately. So the first thing is they go up. Uh, We've got logos to wash off, so there'll be some cricket logos that we'll get rid of. Um, That'll be done overnight. So when we come in... um, Saturday morning, the field will be sort of ready to have the cricket tray come out and the field marking for rugby just go straight in. So it'll be about three or four hours post-cricket to get it to that stage. And then there's, you know, the rest of the day on Saturday to sharpen it up. So some people may not even know that the cricket was there. It's going to be a long day. That's plainly an understatement. But how exacting have you got your process worked out now you're obviously running to a pretty strict timetable there no surprises though you've done it enough you should know what's going to happen no everyone in the group knows so it's not just me i don't have to do it on my own fortunately (laughs) there are five of us that'll be involved in this this process um and they're all well versed in it and motivated for it as well um and you know we've had time throughout the year to think about the content that we wanted and now we've got the content so you know everyone's pretty uh, happy to have it, and there's no complaints from anyone. Have you had to, to hire any extra hands, or it's just the same crew you normally have? Is it, you have to increase your your manpower, if you will, over that period. We no, we tend to keep the same crew, um, but we do on occasions just have a couple of guys that might come in for just helping hands to do the sort of stuff that the more skilled and technical um, side of it isn't required. So therefore, they are the the lackeys that will pick up the pieces after us and uh, do the cleaning up while we move on to the other tasks that sort of have a time frame based around them. So I think we'll bring in two casuals for this particular weekend and, you know, they've been in and worked with us before as well. So everyone's sort of kind of very familiar um, and it just sort of not a lot of words need to be spoken. Everyone kind of knows what to do. But you must have some fear. Is there any worry at the back of your mind? Could something go wrong, a weather situation, or is it that cut and dry that you know what you're up to? No, I'm not too worried. I mean, if it was to rain all day Saturday, I'd have to find a way to get the line marking on for the rugby, which I, you know, Mother Nature can throw funny things at us. But um, for that period where I've allocated that time, at the moment, the weather forecast says we're okay. So... That's the one thing you can't change on these types of fast turnarounds. And so they'll always have an influence in the back of your mind, but you can sort of kind of go back to statistics and go back to, you know, things that give you confidence at certain times of the year or, or add risk at certain times of the year. So at this time of the year, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. Perfect storm of sport at the Garden of Eden. Blair Christensen, Eden Park Turf Manager. Thanks very much for your time and your explanation. I'm glad I'm not controlling this, mate. It'll be chaos. No, no worries. Anytime.